let's start talking two-point conversion going back and looking at that what is, yeah. you know i know it's been a few days but right thoughts on the call play call um uh, you know i didn't do a good job of giving us an option other than the run you know we're having a pass option available if we do get full blitz so uh, that's on me as a play caller not having that option available and obviously we will have that going forward <laughs> <laughs> when did you know you were going to call that play um, well, we had two or three we were going back and forth with, um, and then uh, kind of talking in the huddle with the players, it was Taysom wanted the ball in his hands, and so I, uh, I you know, reverted to that one, and uh, like I said, if we just have some options where if he sees full blitz to, to signal to a receiver and give him an option for a throw, uh, we're, we're in a better situation. So. Um, you know, you always want your, your best player to have the ball in his hands at that time, and so that was the decision. And, and, but we were discussing two or three different plays as a staff on the headsets during the timeout and, and uh, ended up going with that one. Offensively, last couple weeks, seen a lot of short, intermediate passing. Right. Uh, is, is there plans to try and take a few more shots downfield? Yeah, we've had some called, and then they've come out in the cover two and, and uh, kind of taken the deep stuff away and on certain uh, plays like that. So we've, we've had our shots called at times, um, and it, there's always that fine line, and when do you take those shots and put yourself, if it's incomplete, in second and ten and or third and long. And so um, as a play caller, that's the quandary you, you live in all the time is, is if you're managing the game a little bit and you're in a tight game and you don't want to – you want to stay within range for a third down conversion, it's when do you take those shots. So those are things that kind of going through and processing all the time. And, and uh, But, you know, we always want to be aggressive. And, and a lot of times those options are available if the quarterback feels like that's the throw that he wants to make. Are, are you confident in Taysom's ability to make those plays? Oh, yeah, no question. I mean, we've seen it. You know, there's there's no question on him throwing the ball or, or making the right reads, those kind of things. Uh, when you go back and you watch the film, um, you know, he's, he's playing well. He's playing uh, within the, the system and the framework and just need to try to create more of those opportunities for us. But at the same time, you know, you, you manage the game. And I said it last week, you know, we're not, I'm not one that's into the stats and what the offense ranks and all those things. If we're giving ourselves a chance to win every week, that's what we want is an opportunity to win the game. Did you second-guess yourself at all? All weekend. <laughs> it was a long Saturday night uh, and Sunday. So, um, yeah, of course you do. But it, it wasn't so much the play. It was just not having the options available off of it. So uh, that was the thing I was disappointed in because I know better than the just all-or-nothing type of play. Um, give yourself an out. So and that's part of being in a new system and a quarterback that's – it's new that knowing, you know, or not knowing that he has that option available uh, or feeling comfortable to get to it if he, if he sees it. So that's part of the newness for all of us, but uh, that's just, you know, kind of poor coaching on my part, not having that already built in. Do you think maybe you took too much input and the next time you go more with what Ty Detmer thinks? <laughs> no, uh, you always want feedback from the players, from the staff, you know. Um, this isn't my offense. I'm, I'm the name behind it with the OC title, but... Um, I've told our guys all along, this is our offense. So I want input from our players. If they're seeing something on the sideline, they think they can get. And, and that was the first time all night we'd seen that look. So kudos to them for 
dialing up that blitz at, at a crucial time, and but uh, bad on my part not having the option to get out of it um, if we see that. Philosophy-wise, how much do you try and anticipate what a defense is going to do and play, call plays to take advantage versus just running stuff you feel like you're going to yeah, be able to execute and, no matter what they do? In that situation, uh, a little bit of both. You know, you, you want to go with some things you feel like you can get um, blocked up good versus anything, but felt like we were going to see blitz, just a matter of which blitz it was, and and uh, you know, obviously guessed wrong. And uh, but you know, if the option's built into that play, it doesn't matter. And that that's where that's where I kick myself, not calling that play, but just not having the option available to to throw it if you see that type of blitz. So, um, but you're always you're always playing that game cat and mouse at first down. Defensive coordinators, okay, are they going to take their shot here? Do we play cover two? Um, and me as a play caller, it's like, I know that you know that I know <laughs> <laughs> one of those deals. So um, you're you're constantly playing that game of, of are we going to get cover two? Is this not the time for a shot down the field? Or, you know, having uh, something available that gives you a little bit of both. So you always want something that gives you options and, and uh, that's good versus either or. But... Um, it, that's the constant battle back and forth between a coordinator's thoughts. I'm sure they're thinking the same thing. Okay, are they taking their shot here? Do we play coverage? Or do we get aggressive and, and you know hope that they don't have a shot called? So same deal both sides of the ball, I'm sure. What, what stands out to you about UCLA's defense? They're, uh, they're a good, solid team. I mean, they're one of the top programs every year in the country. And so they've got players. They get, you know, top recruits, and they've got guys that can play. So their secondary is really aggressive man coverage. It'll be real similar to what we just saw this last week. So we've got a, a base to go back and look at. You'll see, you know, um, an odd front, an even front. You'll see man coverage. You'll see cover two. Um, it's it's really similar to what we just saw. So you know we got a great foundation and things to build on from last week. And but they're uh, they're a talented team. They've got players across the board. The last two times you had the ball in each of the last two games, you produced points with your drives. Is there anything that you can learn from both of those drives and maybe incorporate earlier? Uh, maybe just go two minute the whole game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we you know when we were in a little bit of hurry up mode uh, last week, we were. Uh, pretty efficient, take some runs for the long one. Um, so that's something obviously you talk about as a coaching staff, but at the same time, we're, you know, we'll still pick our spots. But um, you, you look at it, and the defense mentality is a little different too, where they're playing a little more prevent as well in a couple of those situations. So it's that give and take. You know, they're, they're playing a little different, we're playing a little different. And, but um, obviously you go back and look at when you're successful and what made you successful and then try to incorporate more of those things in there. I've heard that UCLA's defense is a little banged up. What are your, what are you and your offense expecting for Saturday? Uh, everybody's banged up at this <laughs> point. After two games, you've got guys that are uh, nicked up here and there. So we fully expect you know, the guys to get healthy enough to play. And uh, it's a big game for them as well right now. We're both one and one. And, and uh, it's a big game all, all across the board. So you expect to see those guys you know, suck it up and play. Um, but if not, you know they'll they'll still be aggressive. They still their backup players are good players. They're just maybe younger or or a step behind the, the starter. So um, we don't expect anything different. Uh, you may see a little more pressure just to you know to keep those guys uh, off the linebackers a little more of their odd front um, where they're going to let their linebackers run. So um, you kind of play all those things into into the game plan, but at the same time know that there are certain things they want to do and that's probably what they'll gravitate towards. How big of a concern are the points, 18, 19? 
they're not concerned. I mean, like I said, we've been in both games. Obviously, we want to score every time we get the ball. But at the same time, there's there's times where you're backed up. Or when we get turnovers, we got to get more points off of turnovers. Obviously, that's the thing, the thing that stood out the most is we had field position early. We get a penalty. We get a, a negative play. We get, you know, some bad things happen to us with field position. And as a staff, those are disappointing um, because we had opportunities for more points uh, early in the game. Um, and so, yes, we want to score more points. We're always going to try to score as many as we can. Um, but knowing we're playing good teams here and it's a tough schedule and, um, we, you know, we're in a chance to win the game, and that's that's what we're looking for at the end. But um, as a OC, you want to score 40 a game. doesn't happen that way all the time when you get into the flow of the game and, and how the game's playing out. There's times where you got to be a little more – careful and take care of it and know that you are playing a little bit of field position game too because we felt like our defense would play well against Utah and and uh, we our plan was not to go in and turn it over and obviously a couple tip balls bad breaks on those two and then uh, the first play of the game set you on your heels a little bit but uh, that was just a, a kind of a fluke play that went their way. Couple more questions. Going back to the tempo, is this something you're planning on incorporating a little bit more, or has that always been in the plan is it from the start? Yeah, that's always been in the plan, just to kind of mix it and match it. Um, so I don't know if that we'll do more of it. Um, again, it depends on the flow of the game and where we're at, but it's nice to know you have that ability and, and that uh, we can jump in and out of it when we need to. But um, it's still... You know, it's not something we're not going full on no huddle um, offense, but it is something that we can use as a weapon uh, by mixing it in from time to time. As far as tolerance uh, for playing time, how much tolerance do you have for drop passes? Well, that's been, you know, we've we've dropped some key passes on third downs the last couple weeks, and those are drive killers, you know, where you got a chance to extend the drive. And so it happens. I mean, guys aren't trying to drop balls, um, and, and the guys that have are really good players for us, and they come back and make a great catch. And that was my mentality as a quarterback was just tell them, okay, you owe us a great play. You know, that's that's it. It's going to happen. You're going to miss a throw. You're going to miss a block. Receiver's going to drop a ball. And uh, obviously it's something we talk about every week. Um, but, you know, when you're throwing at 40-something times a game, you're probably going to drop one or two, and that just happens. But the focus is to not have those things happen, just like no penalties, no turnovers, um, all things we talk about every week.